Welcome to the Look Back Podcast. I'm Sam Holt, joined as always by Maddie Kroll. We are the Look Back Podcast brought to you by DrO.com. Get your daily prescription of fantasy sports. Maddie, how are you after this delightful week seven? You know what? I took a couple L's week seven from a fan, like from a fan standpoint, but yeah. from a fantasy standpoint, I'm on a roll. So love it. You know what? I'm just going with it. I how are you it. feeling? You know, I'm my teams are hurting right now. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. a good week. Cordero Patterson didn't get me 30 points or 40 points that I needed. Uh, I really missed Josh Allen. Gosh, I miss him. If I could just send him like oh. a goodie basket this week, like giving you the extra bump after the bye week. Come on buddy at least it's out of the way now it is that one's out of the way so i know that i've got my josh for the rest of the season i got another league that i'm not sitting very pretty and it's a dynasty league where i know this is the time i'm gonna have to start making the tough cuts and really thinking about the future so if someone offers me four pieces including a first rounder for aaron jones and tyreek hill i might have to do it and if that are you listening, listening guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know and that, here's yeah. your hint it's funny because i sometimes i i wonder if like my friends watch any of our my podcasts or even read any of my articles and then one show i did one of my coworkers the next day was like really you think we don't know what we're doing and i was like oh i called them out for being like the work league that doesn't know what they're doing and i'm like i didn't think you guys actually listened to my stuff i thought i could just talk trash and no one would ever know but Yep. people are listening so hey. i made that mistake too and my only response to everything has just been thanks for listening smiley face <laughs> thanks for listening like Thank and you. subscribe yeah <laughs> really appreciate it well guys appreciate if you have view. any questions on week seven or going into week eight please throw them in the comments we will happily answer them but i just want to talk about you know a couple players that blew up probably bigger than we thought they would i mean seeing two attack of i'm not going to say that wrong again probably he had the the best week of quarterbacks this week I mean is he finally on this upswing or do we have Tua what he should be is this what he's going to be like going forward because I do like his forecast of games coming up I do too the hard part is is I don't know that Tua is going to get much of a chance like I think that they're already looking I mean we all know they're already looking past him that that's either going to ignite a fire under his rear or it's going to be a confidence destroyer so. Yeah, no, I, I agree there. It's not and I think how you it would want to be... treat your quarterback coming back. No, definitely not. And especially the talk being that it would be Deshaun Watson going to the Dolphins. Deshaun has it in his contract that he cannot be traded, but this is the one team he said he would be okay with being traded to. Mm-hmm. I'm just not even okay with talking about Watson right now in the sense that he could play this season because of obviously the litany of allegations against him it's like i don't understand why this is still part of the conversation or to me i think players like this it would just make me feel better as a person if they just didn't exist on fantasy platforms or i agree i mean understand he has to go he has to go to court and be proven innocent or guilty Mm -hmm. you know and whatever but i'd rather just not talk about it can we just not talk about someone like they didn't just get accused of all these other things yeah And I mean, if you're really wanting to go off of like president, we watched everything happen with Big Ben. That was mm -hmm. one allegation, charge, whatever. Yeah. And look how much time he missed. When you're talking about Deshaun Watson, it's up into the 20s and it just continues to snowball from there. So I don't just looking back on past offenses, Mm -hmm. I don't understand how he would even think that he'd be able to play. The only saving grace 
for him is that the NFL is so wrapped up in what's going on, like with the Washington football team. Yeah. And then all the sideshows that they had thrown off with like the Raiders, all that good stuff mm-hmm. with Gruden. I don't, I don't know. That's his only like saving grace, but it's only a matter of time before they put him on that list. Yeah. It's, it, I hope that they put him on that list, but at the same time, I feel like what's more likely to happen is he's going to get traded and then mm-hmm. there's going to be a big uproar, and then he'll get put on the list after he's been shifted out of Houston. Absolutely. That Which, aside, just give to a chance before you go through all that. You waste. He looked three good. Draft picks. He looked actually like. I mean, maybe it's just me looking too much into players that are dealing with past injuries, but he finally looked like he had his footing. He didn't look scared in the pocket. He didn't look. You no. know, bounce, jumping around too much. He looked very confident. He just looked very fluid. And he got everyone, everyone involved. He had three tight ends mm-hmm. he was passing to throughout the day and made them all effective. And most of that was him because the play calling was trash. I'm just going to be real. <laughs> it was not yeah. very good. Um, But yeah, he's finally getting comfortable and he needed some time. He just came off of an injury. He was out. He's got to get used to the tempo again. Mm-hmm. He needed He needed a week to be able to come back. This was a good game to kind of show what he was made of and get his confidence back. I just hope that they support him in that. We'll see more of it. Yeah, I hope so as well. Another uh, quarterback at the top of the list is Matt Stafford. I feel like this is going to be kind of a consistent player to talk about in the top as we finish the season out, just because Stafford is having. He's just so good. He's just kidding a candy store with all of these weapons and with Sean McVay, just, you know, it's just such a match made in heaven. I think I posted like a week ago. I would love to find someone that looks at me the way that Sean McVay looks at Matt Stafford because there's so many pictures of them just like just full heart eyes at each other. It's adorable. I was like many people so excited for this game. I wanted to see the revenge game. I wanted to follow that narrative and I know that they weren't big and like hyped up about it like we were, but I was so ready because you know, even if you're like, Oh, that doesn't matter to me deep down inside. It matters to you. Like you were called a trash quarterback forever yes. <laughs> like your time in the league and now you get a chance to like come back and just be like it wasn't me it, was it you. wasn't me it was you I mean and then on the other side of the ball I did like and I I know that the, the Lions weren't favored I didn't think they were going to win this one but I did like the gusto that they had in this game they did not go you know quietly into the good night they definitely really gave it their all against the Rams I loved the trick plays right off at the beginning jumping out to a lead just to kind of shock the Rams. I thought that was still super fun to watch. Just watching Jared Goff and and the offensive staff there just really try and have a field day and try and stump Sean McVay and the Rams. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they had them frazzled for a moment, but that wore off pretty quickly. So Jared Goff, we know, can't handle any sort of pressure. He no. just can't. But he actually performed better than what I thought he was going to. I thought that he was going to crumble. And he actually didn't... I mean, he wasn't great, but Mm -hmm. he wasn't as bad as what I was expecting him to be. No, I I agree with you there. I feel like he definitely, he surprised me in a a couple of really good moments. There's definitely a few weapons there in Detroit that had saw the uptick. DeAndre Swift being one of them. He was number two in the week on running backs there. And that just had me excited for him because I felt bad for him last season. I felt like, you know, the Lions are going to be terrible. And he just like, he kind of falls into that narrative. But I, I, I love seeing a player that has that talent that gets to have those big weeks. And he definitely got to have a big week. Hopefully he has more coming up. 
Me too, because he's on a couple of my fantasy teams. So keep it coming. Keep it going. So if you have him in some redraft leagues, where did you grab him in your drafts? Oh, I don't even remember. Probably your what your running I back think, two, though, right? I think he actually was third and one, maybe two and second, but I'm 99% sure he was third and one. Yeah. So definitely might getting... have been fourth and another. I mean, it was low, and I was shocked that he was still there. Yeah. And that goes into the whole Lions narrative of I don't want to own a player that's a lion that there's a lot of people that kind of have those biases going into drafts, but the team's got to score points somewhere. They're going to have to score points. They're going to have to play with the clock. They're going to have to get people involved. They're they're not going to have an offense that goes out there and sits on the grass and doesn't do anything. It's not like me when I was a kid playing soccer. That's what I did. Seven playing soccer and just sitting on the grass. It was too hot. Just not about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got um I got stitches two years in a row from soccer and I was like, I hate this sport. I'm done with it. <laughs> done. Get me out. Not like doing basketball, this. gymnastics, motocross, whatever. Get me out of soccer. Love it. Yeah. I always got hit in the face with the ball too. Every single time. And I'm sure it was my lack of hand-eye coordination or something, but like I can handle a basketball coming my way, but not a soccer ball. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. So, so not not our pace of play, but yeah. Let, let's go forward on to other players. I know that we don't really want to talk about it, but we're gonna have to talk we're about gonna it. Have to, like, let's just the, get it. Out the of Bengals, way. they look really good. They're good. And They're I, good. I, I know you're a Ravens fan. I'm a Steelers fan. It's painful to talk about these situations when a division rival is just trucking, and but that's what they're doing. Like they're firing on all cylinders. Even the defense is having fantastic moments. It's that just that line was beautiful this week. That's they all there was to it. They were beautiful. Yeah. So synchronized. Fluid. They shut down the Ravens offense. Here's the thing is typically even when the offensive line, the Ravens offensive line fails, Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson doesn't. He does some exactly. little hoopy doopty spin or like jets out to the side. He yeah. makes things happen. He was shut down. I mean, that that's all there was to it. We did okay, and then we lost Makari. I don't remember what quarter that was, and it was just downhill after that. It was like the line couldn't get it together, and that defensive line. I mean, they were flawless. They executed excellent. Yeah, I'm the offense on the opposite side of the ball. I mean, they took full advantage of Baltimore's secondary. It was, it was sad. I was not a happy camper. It it was definitely brutal to watch, but in terms of just in terms of the fantasy lens, because you know we've got That's another true. round of bye weeks coming, and you've got to start anyone that has a pulse. You're liking a lot of the options that are there for you in the Bengals. Just in that, Burrow is going to be targeting oh, everyone, everybody. I feel like almost every single receiver is startable um, going into next week, even. Yeah, against the I Jets. Come told on. you about this. I was trying to send you something. I accidentally sent it to Doc. But I was looking, and your tight end has almost the same snap count as your wide receiver one. Like yeah. they're just running these guys. He has weapons out there every yeah. single play. Literally 50 some snaps. Every single play, he's got people out there. And that's what they're going to be doing. And I think that especially looking at how they played against the Ravens, they're not going to take the foot off the gas at any point in a game. And I don't even really see them. Maybe, maybe if they have a 30 point lead, they would bench Burrow just to preserve him. But I think even at that rate, I just, I doubt it. I feel like they're they're just like hammer it like zero to 60. Yeah. As long as he stays healthy. And that's, what's wild to me is 
throwing the ball, they look great. There's options there, but they also ran the ball. Even mm-hmm. P Ryan got some yardage in, and I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You're Ryan's really good here. sometimes." Yeah, yeah. He had 52 rushing yards and a touchdown. I mean, Tamaje P Ryan is going to get some usage, so maybe he's a running back that you can even flex, depending on how crazy I deep your league is. Guarantee you, he's still available. Definitely, I'm. I'm pretty sure. Thanks hey. for joining us, DJ. Appreciate it. Saying hello. Love it. Guys, if you're tuning in, please throw any questions that you might have in the comments. We will get to them as soon as we possibly can. Um, but okay, so someone else on the Bengals offense just to to touch on because I'm year in and year out, always off the boat with Joe Mixon. Yeah. No one can get me to draft him. I just I won't do it. It's just he's I not consistent, is the issue. Yeah. And considering everyone, absolutely everyone got used so much in this game. And yes, he did end up with a touchdown, but he only had 12 rushing attempts. That's not sustainable for what you would need or what you wanted out of him. No. And I think that the thing is, is they have so many options. Burrow's talent is that he can throw a ball. He's accurate. He can make Mm -hmm. something happen. I don't, unless Mixon just becomes crazy consistent, that's Mm -hmm. not going to be their go-to guy. He's not going to be a guy like, Zeke or somebody that you're just going to hand off to all the time. That offensive line is is looking good. There's people mm-hmm. for him to run behind. There's going to be holes yep. and opportunity there, but he's going to have to prove himself, and he hasn't done that yet. So I still would tread with caution. He's going to have some breakout games where he goes off because he gets a couple touchdowns out of nowhere. It's going to be on like 12, 14 carries. Yeah. So I don't know. I just proceed with caution fantasy-wise. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. And I mean, in terms of where you probably drafted Burrow in two quarterback formats, maybe even in single quarterback formats, you're happy with his output. Oh, absolutely. And that's just I always say this about somebody, but that's just going to keep getting better. I'm (laughs) I'm on the Burrow train as much as I hate to be. Um, I know. As far as fantasy. No, I definitely. Yeah, as far as fantasy, definitely here for it. Just bigger and brighter days ahead for him. Obviously Brady yeah. had another amazing game. In terms of the Brady is old narrative. I posted a tweet this weekend. I'm kind of I'm kind of overhearing the old jokes. Like we've heard so many. So old, We all tired. know he's old. We all know he's old. He just got his 600th touchdown or whatever yeah. that was. And he's going to keep yeah. breaking records cuz he yeah. will not retire and that's what he's no. going to do. He's just going to clean up on all the records. That's They're going to have fine. to like cart him out in a wheelchair at some point. <laughs> Like onto the sidelines and he's going to have headphones on or like a headset on or something like he's not like they're going to have to physically remove him from the game of football. No, they will live. They'll have to pry him away for sure. But I just he's just so dang good and he's just playing at such a different level. I feel like there's been years before where it's like, oh, Brady's not looking like himself. Maybe this is the game getting to him. But he also seems to just be playing at another level right now. He's just so effective, so efficient. In terms of having people that were out, obviously Antonio Brown was out. I think that's one of the main reasons that Mike mm-hmm. Evans had the game that he did. Um, but like, not that I, I'm not saying that I hate Mike Evans, but I'm just saying like no. he's he doesn't get consistent games like this. He'll have he'll have these monster games, and you're like Mike Evans is back, and then he'll have what he had in Week Six, which was two catches. Oh, I didn't even realize he had two catches in Week Six. And like the other thing is on the Bucks, he's Brady surrounded with. A great offensive line and great weapons. Yeah. He's set up for success. Mm-hmm. 
because he sent that group text after they won the Super Bowl. And was like, hey, mm-hmm. guys, let's run it back. Everyone agree to your contracts. Yeah. Like, I'm Tom Brady. And you Brady. listen because he's Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I always say that, like, he's running that team because Bruce Arians, I don't remember what week it was, but it was at the beginning of last year's season when things were off to a slow start for the Bucks. Sat while Brady was sitting in the locker room, like sat out in a press conference and said his ideal perfect quarterback, if he could build one, like taking qualities from every other quarterback in the world. And mm-hmm. he said, I don't need to do that. He already exists. And we're all like, oh, Tom Brady. No, Andrew <laughs> Luck is who he came up with. And then after that, Brady went off. So I don't know if that was <laughs> Bruce Arians way of just being like, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to try to. This is like that water cooler talk just to like, uh, guess what I'm going to say? Like, If they yeah. ask me this, I'm going to throw this out there. Or just like this sideline t- talk during practice. And then Brady like, seriously? Let me, yeah. I'm going to show you. And then later in the season, he goes, I, f- I figured him out. I figured out, Brady. You just have to let him do him. And I'm like, so you're not coaching. Like you just told the world you're not coaching. You're just letting Brady do what he wants to do. But it's working. So whatever. But also, I mean. Does Brady need a lot of coaching? <laughs> probably no, not. Probably not. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he does. I feel like the other weapons there in Tampa Bay again. When Antonio Brown comes back, and even when Gronk comes back, I feel like this would have been a big Gronk game had he been healthy. I don't think Absolutely. that Mike Evans would have had the game that he did. In the middle of the field is always his. Yeah. Which I hope he gets better and soon because I have him too. <laughs> Everyone is hurt on my team, and it makes me sad. I feel the same way. That's how I (laughs) felt with running backs at the beginning of the year. That's how I, yeah, I got so many good running backs, like just because I kind of lucked into it, not because that's how it was drafted at the beginning. (laughs) Hey, you know, you got to let the, you got to let the season fall to you in a lot of ways. Um, Let's talk about tonight's game a little bit and how Alvin Kamara ended up finishing as the week's leading running back. Just absolute monstrosity. Who saw that coming? First of all. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Didn't you? Did you? I, no. Leading for the week? Leading for the week, I did not see. I thought he would yeah. have a good game this he week. He would have a good game. I did not think that he'd be the leader for the week. No. I didn't think, yeah. I thought that it would spread the ball around a little bit more, but he had 10, 10 catches on 11 targets, 128 yards and a touchdown. You're not mad at that. No. Do you have him at any of your leagues? I, I do. And I don't even think that that score ended up saving me in a couple leagues. Dang. It's, it's bad. It was a bad it's week. Bad. But on to the next one. On to bounce the back one. from the buys. Definitely be a bounce back. How do you think he's going to shape up against the Bucks next week? Man, that defensive line looked really, really good last week. Like, really good. Probably a fall down a little bit for Kamara next week. I don't think he's going to have as good of a game next week. I really don't. I don't think they'll be able to. They're going to have to target that secondary. Yeah. So then maybe it could be Callaway Day. I know. It's going to be rough. We'll see. Um, Other running backs that obviously showed out and got everyone excited. Dernis Johnson. Like, one (laughs) – I loved his interviews. This guy is so I didn't darn see any lovable. of them. And They're I've heard so that from cute. so many people. So now I have to go back through and watch Just them. Go on Instagram for like NFL and Sports Center. They've replayed a bunch of them. There was one where an interviewer said, What did you think of LeBron giving you a shout out on Twitter? And he said, LeBron, like you could see like the little kid in him, and he's just like Was oh. he so excited? He was so excited. Oh my gosh, all the feels. It made me so excited for him. He's going to continue to have an amazing floor as long as at least one of the running backs is out for the Browns, I think. 
Yeah. I like how he he does his little cuts. He can mm-hmm. he's very thrifty. Is that the thrifty. right word? Shifty? Shifty. No, like well, yes, also shifty, but he's like resourceful. Yeah, like, I can see that. He he knows the situation he's in and he makes something like he's smart about the way he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can he can maximize out of small potential. Yeah, no, he that definitely can. It, the smallest of holes that he could see, he definitely maximized yes. every single carry that he had. It was just super fun to watch him play. And I think that he's someone that if you manage to get him off of waivers, if you can manage to get him this week, definitely worth blowing more of your fab budget on him just because he's going to continue to have a steady volume again, as long as at least one of the running backs is out because we do know that two running backs can always have value there in Cleveland anyways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even like, that's one thing to keep in mind too, is just like people are always concerned. Once you have a quarterback go down, it's always concerning about, okay, how are my, how are my players going to perform? Mm -hmm. But especially in Cleveland, you like their offense is set up for a quarterback to come in and it doesn't really matter who it is. They can execute it. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. They're going to be able to run the ball. No, for sure. The Keenum can't throw as well as Baker, but no, but he doesn't need to necessarily throw that much if yeah. the running game is that efficient. Yeah, which it is. It It's very efficient. I also wonder if maybe when both running backs come back fully healthy or if before that even happens, if the Browns get some sort of offer for Johnson just because there are so many injuries throughout the league that teams will be hurting and seeing someone show out in a game like that. I mean, what better thing to put at the top of your resume, you know, getting the ask and uh, maybe getting a trade too. So uh, he's someone that you could, you see the talent it's right there. It was on full display. Um, hopefully we get to see a lot more of him in not just the weeks to come. That's but. such a good take too, because I didn't think about that, but that's so true. Yeah. You, you really never know just cause I mean, this is the time when teams are making trades and like everyone's kind of assessing different things. Obviously Joe Flacco is now going to be the quarterback for the jets jets doing jets things, you know, like teams are going to do what they can to try and win. What doesn't matter what position they're in. The teams like outside of your fantasy team, these NFL teams are going to do what it takes to win, even if it looks crazy. So maybe they go out and they, someone makes a, makes an offer. Yeah. That's so true, especially when jobs are on the line, which they always are in the NFL. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Early and often, always on the line. Let's talk about another running back by committee there with the Patriots. Obviously, Damian Harris and Brandon Bolden. Didn't think I was going to say that this week. Had an amazing week. J.J. Taylor also had an amazing week. Is this just like a weird one-off week where it's just the running back craze for the Patriots or – do we see each of them always having volume? I feel like Harris is always going to be the number one, but do we need to start now looking at Bolden and Taylor week in and week out? I don't know because Belichick hates the Jets. Like I'm convinced. <laughs> After this week, I'm like, oh, okay. So just- you're you're just going to keep driving the axe deeper and deeper. Um, I don't. Here's the thing: is the Jets' D line isn't isn't that great? Mm-hmm. I think they took full advantage of that. I don't – they're still going to be able to run. I don't think that they're going to have this type of week consistently. Yeah. No, I and, don't think it's consistently for sure. Yeah. And with all the money that they spend on those tight ends, like, I'm like, where's the 12 personnel? Because 
the amount of money that you spent this off season, I don't know. Yeah. Poor Johnny Smith. I feel bad for the guy. Didn't he get taken first too? And Hunter Henry was signed second. Oh, is that how that went? I don't know. That's what I thought. I think I actually sure drafted the them both, and I was kind of disappointed this year because I was just convinced that they were just going to be. Hey, Hunter Henry has had one touchdown now in the last four weeks in a row. So hey, it's, cheers to a he's floor. Moving up. I yeah. dropped Johnny Smith. I think week three. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's a later push, and he gets utilize more but if they're going to go crazy on running backs week in and week out and then just make sure that you know hunter henry is going to punch the card week in and week out to get a single touchdown on literally only two catches last two weeks only two catches but he got a touchdown in each of those weeks i will say that yeah because i kind of thought about this i was like okay rookie quarterback we're going to be seeing a lot of like that rookie tight end relationship Mm mm-hmm not really what has happened so far as far as like what I thought. No. Um, Mac Jones is actually playing well. They're throwing in a lot of screens lately. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Belichick is literally grooming him very well. Mm-hmm. He's going to keep throwing these things in. But I think that we're going to see start seeing a lot more intricate sets from them. And I think that it's just going to be a lot of like a lot of play action dumps. Coming Definitely. Out. No, I, I completely agree. Cooper Cup leads the wide receiver pack again. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. What more could you ask for? Nothing. Just, you know, just a great smile at the end of the game. Yep, we already got that too. Thanks, Cooper Cup. Appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sure he's also just like one of those really sweet guys that's like helping clean up after the locker room at the end of a game. Like he's just that good. He, of a yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I actually really want a Cooper Cup jersey. I yeah. really do. And I'm trying to wait till the end of the season to make sure that I'm not just like starstruck. Well, also, I mean, for me, I don't I don't buy jerseys unless it's not in season because it's like a jinxing thing in my head. I don't want to go out, get a jersey, oh. and then someone gets traded. Go out, get a jersey, someone gets hurt. Like, I don't want to have that power. So I, I bought- always wait unless it's Christmas, and then I will just say three players that I want, and we'll just be surprised by which one I get. I bought two jerseys at the beginning of the season. Both of them got hurt. So I feel like oh, maybe you're Maddie. right. I didn't know that was a thing. That's that's my thing. That's why I I intentionally just avoid buying jersey unless it's a gift. And then I'll say like, if you want to get me jersey, cool. Here are a couple players I like. Surprise me because then it's not on me to make that decision. Else. And it's on someone else. And because I feel like it's a gifting thing, you're less likely to upset the fantasy gods. <laughs> man, oh man, oh man. I'm Wait, which, what jerseys did you buy now? I gotta know. Just ask me about any of the running backs that got hurt this year. <laughs> any and all good chance, of them. good chance two of them are on that list oh my goodness now okay question because i know that obviously you're a ravens fan i'm a steelers fan i have almost all steelers jerseys i do have one jj watt t-shirt but i will have to get something else new because that is a texan shirt can't have that in my wardrobe um, everybody loves jj watt and everybody loves jj watt who doesn't mm-hmm. love him but are there other players that you have outside of your team that you have their jerseys and you'll rock tight ends yeah i have a lot of tight end jerseys i'm a big tight end fan okay i like. I actually have a couple of offensive line like deep offensive like right tackle right guard left guard left tackle love it, love it. i have one center yeah <laughs> actually i don't i don't have very many skilled position <laughs> really jerseys outside of yeah 
no, but that's just that that's right in your wheelhouse. Like it you is. love those guys. You're you're with those dudes that like I'm a writer. You also die, understand yeah. it. Like you're you're fully in the mix. You're in the full mantra, just like this week in and week out. I love it. That's what I see. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think if I get a jersey this year, like depending on how the season ends, you know, I do love my Robert Woods. I've had him on my dynasty team for years. My Bobby Trees, I love him, and he just changed his number. I don't know that I love the number, but you I could get one of his older jerseys for cheap then if you wanted to. That's true. And then that. you could just be like, I was a ride or die. <laughs> I was a ride or die. I was here before. Yep. I was a fan before. And then for other players that I would get jerseys for, it would be tough to get me to get a Bengals or a Ravens jersey, but I have so much respect for Lamar Jackson. I would mm-hmm. probably just get one of his Louisville Cardinal jerseys and I just rock that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take it. It's hard to be a Steelers fan and own a Ravens jersey. I don't I don't think I could yeah. own a Steelers jersey. There's a couple of guys that yeah. I would think about, but I kind of I don't know that I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any multiples of jerseys? Like a player that you have multiple jerseys of? The only player I have multiple jerseys of is Kobe's, and I have four Kobe jerseys. Oh. Yeah. That's hard to see. You need the home, you need the away, you need the Hollywood Knights, and I've got mm-hmm. a number eight. So you gotta have all of them. It's a good little mix. Yeah, it's a good set. The only problem, though, is now that obviously it's hard to talk about Kobe, but at the same time, like you can't get any of his jerseys as soon as they go on sale anywhere. Mm -hmm. They're thousands of dollars. It's like, can we? Can the fans just get a regular jersey price for a Kobe jersey? Like, we love him. Tried to buy one, and it was a real shoddy fake from like Korea. Yeah, bad choice. Bad choice. Absolutely brutal. All right, let's talk a little bit about tight ends because we do love the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Obviously, CJ Uzoma had a huge week. He's definitely going to get written up in my article this week for the Stockwatch article. He's two finished. long touchdowns. Two amazing touchdowns. And just, the again, the massive train that the Bengals are on. I just love mm-hmm. Uzoma as a deep tight end streaming option. Kyle Pitts finally looking like Kyle Pitts, where everyone wanted him to finally be. They were running him as a wide receiver, and he was murdering corners, Mm -hmm. murdering corners, not just like, oh, like he won that. No, like (laughs) destroyed. There were chalk outlines on the field. Yes. Like of where he took them down. And the ankles are over here and the body's over here. (laughs) Wow. I agree with that 100%. (laughs) Finally, though, Kyle Pitts came to play because I was kind of hating on him at the beginning of the season. I'm like, okay, you got paid. Mm-hmm. where's it at and you always have to have that rookie adjustment period but he he really did get up to a slow start now was that where he was at was mm-hmm. this is this week because it was against the dolphins i don't know i yeah i'm not quite sure um but i'm he had hopeful a good week last week he had a good week last week so building off of that you know i think that better days ahead i think that they have a pretty decent schedule coming up as well so i feel like you know everything is shaping up to be a kyle pitts rest of season must start never avoid i mean they've got the panthers next week then they got the saints and they got the cowboys Mm so i love that stretch of games right there for him he's the ultimate mismatch too Mm -hmm. you can't find people to you have to go man on him and then Mm -hmm. it's just do you trust your guy to win yeah. No, I think one one play that I saw him lined up, I mean, his defender was easily it felt like he was at least two feet shorter than him. Just like the mm-hmm. mismatch of this guy. And just yeah. again, just 
bodying guys just murdering them across the board it was it was insane and give him one more year mm-hmm. really one good off season he's gonna bulk up even more because he bulked up a little bit coming into the league yeah. give him one good off season and he's gonna be the ultimate mismatch Absolutely. No, I I completely agree. And I feel like he's just got such a good steady level of targets. So obviously Mm -hmm. he had eight targets this week, the week before that he had 10, he had nine the week before they're there. Like Mm -hmm. it's a steady stream up. And then in terms of looking at the receiving core, Calvin Ridley obviously didn't have himself the normal day that he would have. He had a touchdown, but not quite Calvin Ridley numbers. Russell Gage is back in the mix. He also had a touchdown. Russell Gage is someone I have a post-it note somewhere written on this desk that was like draft day status of like, don't leave a draft without Russell Gage kind of like a thing. He was a late round flyer that I was getting every single league I could. And then he was hurt. And I was like, what did I do No, But he's back. And I feel like he's the perfect second weapon there for them. So I feel Mm -hmm. like everyone's healthy that Matt Ryan just needs everyone to get open. Like he can't, he can't throw under pressure. He can't throw into a crowd. He's going to throw an interception. He just needs you to get open. And these guys all have in common speed. They're all crazy, fast, amazing route runners. And they're hard to guard. Mm -hmm. They get open too. Absolutely. So. No, definitely love them. Rest of season. Um, Apparently Derek Carr doesn't need necessarily Darren Waller. He just needs a tight end that is there. Because Foster Moreau looked fantastic. He looked like Darren Look, Waller out there, just the way he yeah. was playing. Yeah. Now and we're going to hear, is Waller a system tight end? No, he's still fantastic. No, he's but great. He's a I great tight end. a Derek Carr thing. And where did this come from? Did he just need Gruden <laughs> to get out of there? I don't, I don't know what happened. No, um, it, was, it was a lot of meeting of like, let's just get the win, guys. He looks better than he has all season. Mm-hmm. Really, truly. Maybe it's that pressure, that weight of drama on a locker room. Speaking as a Steelers fan, I know that drama in a locker room certainly affects people and definitely can affect the output of players. Um, So maybe just having that bad energy out, maybe they saged the locker room as well. You know, they went and they just, they smudged, they did the thing, they got the crystals out, they got some good aura going because everyone was firing on all cylinders this week. It was crazy. They they looked great. They looked great. I missed, and I have to go back and figure it out. Did Josh Jacobs get hurt in the middle of this game? Because all of a sudden he was gone. Josh Jacobs is always hurt. I know he's always hurt, but when I'm starting, it makes me sad. Yeah. Okay, so one thing that I've learned from their offensive line is they run like the the like the third quarter slugs. You know how like when you have a heavy lunch mm-hmm. and you just hit almost like a food coma and you're just like slugging through the rest mm-hmm. of the day? That's Me what they're off barbecue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every time. Yeah, every That's time. what their offensive line looks like every single game. They just and it's not consistent whether it's like fourth quarter, third quarter, sometimes it happens in the second quarter. They just hit this wall and it's like, mm, it doesn't matter if I hit this blocking ass- assignment, like good luck. And it ends up being the worst thing in the world for these backs. And Josh Jacobs, I feel like is never fully healthy. He had a breakout. He had a breakout NFL moment because he sat on the bench so much in college Mm -hmm. and he wasn't pounded like all these other running backs were. And he hit the league and he was able to go off. And then Mm -hmm. he started, his body started feeling it. And he didn't go through the whole thing in college of like, having somebody say don't rush yourself back you need to make it to the league that's what happens to every guy in college you learn like 
okay, I can't come back too soon because I want to make this a career. He didn't yeah. have that. So yeah. now he's having to learn that in the league and these it's a business. They don't care. They're just like, get out there, get us some money yeah, and go on. So I don't know. I don't feel like he's ever fully healed and it's always going to be a thing of like, once he hits his limit, he can't go back out. Yeah. Or, you know, the Raiders could just invest in better offensive linemen and protect him. Can we just protect him? Cause he's so good and so precious. Maybe yeah. it's just being personal to me and that yeah. I drafted him as a rookie in my dynasty league. And I take those very seriously. It's, I, they're like my children. Yeah. I just, I, I care so much. So no, saying a question too. mark next to his name makes me sad. And I can't tell you how much it irritates me whenever I'm sitting there watching a game and I see somebody line up and a two point stance and their elbows like this. I'm like, if you don't want to be in the game, get out. Fake an injury. <laughs> like you've got cramps or something. Go. Like if you're not going to be on the line, stop. Because you're going to get somebody hurt. Like that's no. all it comes down to. Like that's completely. I don't know. Selfish play is just going to get other players hurt. Like my yeah. Josh Jacobs. So get in or get out. But he's good when he's in. He is. He's so good. Yeah. He's, he's so he's good just, when he's in. Just makes me so frustrated. Anyways, of, of the other Vegas uh, skill positions that I loved. Obviously, Hunter Renfro is just having a very interesting floor when it comes to targets. He had eight targets again this week it's for seven catches, 58 yards. You know, he's just missing a touchdown from that stat line, and then he pushes himself into a bigger category for wide receiver. They've got a bye this week, but I'm kind of going back and forth between these receivers and just wondering outside of maybe. I mean, Brian Edwards just edged himself out with a touchdown, but he didn't have as many targets as Renfro. Can you count on starting any of these three, even at the flex position week in and week out? I actually had to pick up Renfro due to buys, injuries, mm -hmm. all that gets – really, no, I think it was just – I think it was buys and then it was just a deep league. Um, but he did okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad in the flex no. position. He didn't lose you your week if you started him this no. week. No, no. Am I going to keep him on next week? I mean, it's a bye. I mean, it's so. a bye week. The week that he comes back, probably not. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but I just love seeing Derek Carr look like he's feeling a little bit more comfortable out there. Like you said, maybe it's just, you know, that Gruden has left and the drama has left the building. We're going to see better things from the Raiders as they go. They've got the Giants when they come back from the bye week. And then they've got the Chiefs, who are apparently very beatable. If we want, just want to round out that today's show by talking about the chiefs and just probably the massive concern that a lot of fantasy managers are dealing with in owning any Kansas city chief, which felt like a foolproof pickup when you made it in your draft, which is fair, but you should be concerned. Like yes, this is bad. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is beating the chiefs. He's, yeah. he's their number one arch nemesis right now. And it's so hard to say because like, Patrick Mahomes fans get so upset whenever you try to talk about it. Ooh, you can't, so you can't upset. smite, you can't smite the Mahomes. And no. here's the thing. He's a great player, but he's in his head right now. And yeah. that's all that comes. It's all it comes down to. And if I hear one more person talk crap on that offensive line, I'm probably going to pop off because are they you should. perfect? I would love to see it. <laughs> no, I'm probably going to go live and just tell people how it is and just start breaking down film. Let's he's go. leaving the pocket early. Mm -hmm. It is so hard as an offensive lineman to do your job if your quarterback's going rogue. Yeah. You just can't. Like, yeah. there's no excuse for it. You cannot protect a guy who's, it, it would be like if you have like a 
a game plan or like a plan for like the army and you're getting everybody loaded up and then some guy mm-hmm. just charges in on his own with no gun <laughs> and gets mad whenever he gets shot down like that's what patrick mahomes is doing and it's so frustrating because yes you're good and yes you can make those plays if you have to but you haven't had to mm-hmm. and then that brings me back like the two tight end set that they ran the week before he mm-hmm. felt comfortable with that extra protection so let him run that like, mm-hmm. let him get comfortable. Obviously, for some reason, he's not comfortable behind that line. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe something's happening in practice that we're not seeing. But yeah. as just an, a viewer watching the game, you're leaving the pocket early. You're leaving your protection. And then you're getting pissed that you're getting sacked. Well, yeah. these guys don't know what you're doing behind you. And I don't – something's going on. But Patrick Mahomes is doing too much, and he's beating himself. Yeah, and it also seems like the defenses that he's facing kind of have his number right now in terms of seeing what you're seeing in yeah. that he is like his his guys up front aren't aware of what he's doing back there even though he they should be. And like you're saying like if if he's going to be having a play where he's scrambling and then doing something extra, obviously he should throw in whatever extra call he needs to make to let the guys know I'm going to be on the move, but he's not doing that. I don't think Mm-mm. it's communication. He needs to work on his communication. Yeah. And he's not, he like, that's the other thing is he's not, he's not even reading the defense. He's just thinking like, we're behind. I have to be Patrick Mahomes and I have to save this. And he's playing yeah. hero ball, except he's not being the hero. I, like it was very evident when you had everybody set up, there was two plays Everybody's blocking one way. Kelsey's wide open, and Patrick Mahomes is literally running the opposite way and not even reading his looks. I'm like, do you yeah. know what's going on? Because <laughs> literally everybody else on that field ran the play, and you didn't. Yeah, that's when I was like, somebody's got to help him out. Yeah, something's not not working yeah. out. But they've got the Giants this week, who the Giants just had a blowout game, and we're doing. Where crazy did that things. come from? Because not, they have no. <laughs> none of their people. Isn't your everybody team hurt. hurt? What's going on? Yeah, like Half no one told on them. It injured reserve list. Um, no. <laughs> I do. I do want to say one quick thing on mm-hmm. as much crap as I've talked about the Chiefs defense. I feel like I have to give them some type of credit. They yeah. did hold Derrick Henry to a hundred under a hundred yards, which I think it came out later. Like that was obviously their goal. Their goal was to try and you know stop him. Make he did throw a touchdown touchdown pass, but he did. <laughs> they, their goal was to stop the run, and they they did do that. They couldn't stop him from throwing a touchdown pass, and apparently they can't stop AJ Brown. So no. Titans still just got Titans the best still of ran them. over. But I did have to give them credit where credit's due because no other team can really do that right now. No, Anyways. definitely not. But um, I would say hopefully better days are ahead. But I think it's just something to keep an eye on the situation there with the chiefs for myself. Mm-hmm. I have Tyreek Hill in a dynasty league and I'm, I'm going to be looking to, to sell him because I would like to capitalize on this. And if I can get multiple picks out of him, I will do that right now. And I think that you should. And I think other people should too, because this whole situation is not going to get better anytime soon. No, I'm going to send you this trade that I got offered after this. So you can let me know what you think. I'm excited. But I think anytime you get lots of pieces for only a couple pieces, it can be a good thing, it especially good if thing. they're underperforming. Um, always worth a consideration. Yeah, always worth a consideration. So, what do you have coming out this week that our viewers and listeners can get excited about? So, tomorrow night, I'm really excited. Marcus Grant is coming on our podcast. It's a vibe that will air on Wednesday. We're giving away a game. And then nice. I get on Wednesday, I get to do um, first look with Doc. 
which I'm nice. always excited about. And then my article in the trenches. Very, very good. I love that. And I love your articles. I think that they're so the, if you're not checking out Maddie's articles, you're missing out because she brings a whole different look to the game that for myself is something that I haven't had the opportunity to read. It's something different and something that you guys should be checking out. I appreciate that. Thank you. Of course. I've got my Stockwatch article coming out tomorrow and then we've got um, the fantasy debate on Thursday and I think that's it. I'm always so busy. <laughs> you're always so busy it like it happens you're like what else am i doing this week sometimes i feel like i like block it out to make like i i can't think about it until the day of and i'm like okay i have this no for sure all right thanks everyone for listening to the look back podcast with sam and maddie check out all the other content seasonal and dfs tools as well as premium access to our staff for all your fantasy sports questions in the members only discord right here at drrota.com have a wonderful week bye guys Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.